Hello and welcome to episode 39 of Expresso Babe. I'm Lee and joining me today is a man who is a little bit worse for the wear and finally understanding what mere mortals feel like. It's Callum. Hello. How are you feeling today, Mr. Callum? I'm over. This is a rarity. <laughs> and I hope you suffer. Um, <laughs> I have been suffering and I still am. Told you to go easy and you didn't, so now you get to suffer along and pretend you're happy for our dear listeners, which is very exciting. So, before we kick off, uh, one thing I do want to say is that a couple of weeks ago I missed out on mentioning the fact that Nick got the riddle right, which was the R one, you may recall. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. So Nick got that one right. Well done, Nick. I'm sorry I didn't shout you out last week. I missed the boat there. My fault. But thank you for playing and good job. So shall we get straight stuck in with this week's riddles and then we'll move on to everything else? Yes. Or last week's riddles first, last, in fact. Yes, last week's riddles, yes. So do you remember my riddle to you last week, Mr. Callum? Sorry, or airy creatures. That's the one. So my riddle to you last week, Mr. Callum, was... We are airy little creatures, all of different voice and features. One of us in glasses set, the other you will find in jet. Another you may see in tin, and the fourth a box within. If the fifth you should pursue, it can never flee from you. Now, you guessed bacteria. I did. Um, with a little bit of nudging today, you did manage to figure it out, but you don't get a point for that. No, that's fair. So, would you like to tell our dear listeners what the answer to that riddle was? Vowels. Vowels, yes, indeed. <laughs> Glass, jet, tin, box, pursue, A-E-I-O-U, it was vowels. I'd also like to add that I had two guesses on my TikTok, Mr Callum. I had Rick Donner, or possibly Rick Donner, but probably Donner, who guessed vowels. And we had Garfeck who says they guessed reflection, but they know they've got it wrong. I'm afraid, Gafek, you are correct in that. <laughs> well done, Donna, I guess. What was your riddle last week, Mr. Gunn? No. It was makeup. I know, I know the answer, but I don't know the... <sighs> <laughs> I'm hanging, I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying, man. Don't drink, children. Do not drink. It's don't drink, terrible. children. Definitely don't drink, children. Um... <sighs> Yes, don't make yourself suffer the way Mr. Callum is suffering. Something about hiding the truth. Yes, and brings out the best in you. Yes. I hide in the I I can hide the truth and conceal what's true. Sometimes I bring out the best in you. And That's the really it. annoying thing is I said I really hope it's going to be makeup because I think that'd be really funny, but I thought it was confidence. <laughs> the answer was makeup. It was. You got it so right and then changed your answer. I got it right answer. and then changed my answer. So I don't get anything for that. I'm not going to claim a pity point because I'm already a point and a half ahead of you. You are. So I'm going to go into, we're going to go into this week's riddles. Again, if you are listening and you think you know the answer, do shout it out because you'll be getting yourself a shout out on this episode when it goes, when it gets aired. Obviously, it's not getting aired right this moment. It's just being recorded. So my riddle to you, Mr. Callum, before we get stuck into all of the rest of the nitty gritty of the episode is... Though my beauty is becoming, I can hurt you just the same. I come in many colours. I am what I am by any other name. Uh, I said yeah. I told this one to Jodie because she is a bit of a literature nerd and she got it in like 30 seconds. Other people might. If you're lucky, one of them might get it before you have to answer. I hope so. I <laughs> hope so. 
I'm not sure your brain's in the condition for figuring it out, Miss Callum, no. but for those of you who haven't listened to our episodes before, Callum will be giving his answer to my riddle towards the end of the podcast. I'd like to say right now that just Harry has suggested the answer to my riddle to you might be Rose. Thank you for your answer, Harry, and we will Thank you very you much. I'm Callum stealing will be giving that his answer. answer to the end of the podcast, and I'll give the correct answer out next week. My brain's discombobulated right now. <laughs> Oh dear, you know they say never work with animals or children, folks. I'm going to update that to never work with children, animals or him. I second this. Your riddle to me, please, Mr Callum. This is a rhyming one, you ready? It's a, I like a rhyming riddle. It's shorter than the rest, but when you're happy, you raise it up like it's the best. It's shorter than the rest, but when you're happy, you raise it up like it's the best. What am I? What are you, or what's that? Because <laughs> those are two very, very different answers. Very true. And I will be giving my answer to you at the end of the podcast, and I'm going to need to mull that one over, so I'm glad I've got the time. Excellent. Anyway, before we go into our hypothetical, Mr Callum. Yes. How have you been, sir? Just for the sake of the episode, I'm getting... Yeah, I've been great. I'm hanging slowly, but... Yes, we went out for a nice, gentle evening, and you got a little bit enthused. I did, and I fell into a fence. And you fell into a fence, and into me. <laughs> yes, I'm not entirely keen on that that result, but... Uh, we're here, we're still alive. We're here and we're still alive. Just about. And I've been in France over the weekend. You have been, haven't mm. you? I didn't get to see an awful lot of it, to be honest. It was <laughs> drive, see some people, drive home, which wasn't terribly exciting... But I did have a little bit of fun with the sat-nav on the way back because I got halfway back, still in France, no idea where I'm going, not driving my car, which makes it doubly fun, Yep. not driving on the correct side of the road, which is <laughs> terrifying, by the way, never done that before, and the sat-nav decided I wasn't in France, I was in the North Sea. <laughs> Make a U-turn at the nearest possible. <laughs> Make a U-turn at the nearest whale. Yeah. Um... So I had jolly good fun with that, but we got home unscathed. That's good. And it was very nice. It was a naming ceremony. Um, I'm sure it was beautiful, but it was all in... Well, a lot of it was in French, so I didn't understood, understand most of it. I will admit this. That I do the terrible English thing of not being able to speak other languages and hoping desperately other people can speak some, yeah. uh, some English. I Je m'appelle Lee en tout. <laughs> I do usually make a point of learning the language when I'm going to go abroad or learning at least a little bit to show yes. some willing... But I was only there for a couple of days and I didn't really see the point. So I just smiled, hopefully. And uh, yeah, that was about it. As long as you know how to ask for a beer and thank you. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. I can do it in uh, Bulgarian. I can do it in Norwegian. <laughs> I could probably manage it in Spanish. French? Nah, no chance. <laughs> Absolutely no chance. They've also got some very strict road laws over there. You've got to have a reflective jacket. Yeah, you've got to have a reflective jacket in your car at all times in case you break down. And breathalysers, so you can breathalyse yourself before you drive. The minimum alcohol tolerance for a driver is about half what it is here. Yes, yes, that much. Yeah. It's the same in Italy, but the uh, breathalyser being so, tolerance is like nothing. So what I would say to our dear listeners is if you're driving in France, be very, very careful. Just don't drink alcohol, just say no. Anyway, yes, you perhaps should have done that yesterday, Cal. Yes, probably. Um, yesterday was a different day. No, yesterday, yesterday was a different day. That was yesterday and yes. that was another day. And I'm glad you're suffering. I'm not suffering. <laughs> anyway, 
Let's move on before we get on to our what's going ons. Those of you who haven't seen this episode, uh, <laughs> those of you who haven't listened to our podcast before, will explain about that when we get there. But in the meantime, we've got a hypothetical. And again, if you have an idea of what you think it would be like, please do shout it out. Effectively, we're just giving the other one a hypothetical, and the other one has to think very quickly. I will. It's mine today, so I will be giving my answer first. In a world, Callum. Yep. Yeah where it's socially acceptable to eat other people. Yeah. How do you think it would be different? Now, that doesn't necessarily mean murder people in the street and eat them. I just mean in a world where it's socially acceptable to eat humans. How do you think it would be different? Different in what way? You tell me. I guess I guess if your nan dies, you can eat them for dinner. Well, that's... You see, I was... This is, this is my answer, because I'm going to go first to give you a minute to let your brain race. Because my initial thought when I sort of came up with this one was that it was sort of this dystopian world where we're farming other people and eating them, so on and so forth. Yeah. But in after a little while of thinking about it, I don't... That's not actually what I'm envisaging. I suspect you'd still get some black market trade of, you know, in the same way as you already have a black market trade for people, yeah. organs, yeah. Um, labour, that kind of thing. But I suspect it would have become more of a ritualised thing. Like at the funeral, <laughs> rather, <laughs> yeah, rather than rather than like the cremation thing where you put them on that, it's like like it's the world world's weirdest magic trick, and you put them on that thing and it rolls back behind a curtain, yeah. which is just a bit weird, <laughs> by the way. Um, I reckon it would become like a ritualized thing at like funerals and stuff. Like you'd genuinely they die. <laughs> you just got your nail on a spit roast. <laughs> just someone's turning it. Um, <laughs> now I suspect they'd probably be prepared pre-funeral, and there'd be little bits of like stuff for everyone to eat at the end that is genuinely how i think the world would be different <laughs> much in the same way as it is in like papua new guinea now yeah where you'd like if you or no 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 sorry i'll take that back how it was in papua new guinea it's not like that anymore because i remember hearing a, a news article about that with the papua, papua new guinea ambassador was very offended because there hadn't been a documented case of human cannibalism for at least 15 years <laughs> which makes it all better now i think it would be like how Papua New Guinea used to be, where it would almost be an honour to eat someone because you'd want their wisdom or their courage or their yeah. whatever. And <laughs> I genuinely think that it would be like, yeah, like almost like you said in a sort of a slightly satirical way, when your nan died, there'd be <laughs> there'd be like nan burgers at the funeral. <laughs> and that, yeah, that's my, that's my image for a world where it's socially acceptable to eat people. So you've got Nando's, you Nando's, so but Nango's. Nando, Nango's, very good, sir, very good. So that's my answer. I think I've bought you a little bit of time to think about it. Yes. So in a world, Callum, where it's socially acceptable to eat human, how do you think the world would be different? <laughs> I think you. I think I think you'd want to go to a funeral, <laughs> free food. So all you can eat buffet till it runs out. <laughs> Got nan burgers, nan on a stick, <laughs> nan dogs, nan dogs, <laughs> nan wedges. <laughs> <laughs> I thought way too much about that. <laughs> so you're subscribing to the same theory, are you? You're not seeing a dystopian future of eating of just no, hunting people think, in the I street. I don't think people are going to murder people. I think it's it'll be a they die and then your family can eat the reap the benefits I do suspect though now I'm thinking you might see sort of homeless people going missing mm, yes say, just to make it a little bit more dystopian and a little bit creepy imagine if, just yeah. people who are not um, accountable for 
Wait a foot. Imagine, Tell me. like your nan dies, right? Right. You cook them, you freeze it, be nansical. <laughs> You're really sold on eating your nan. I mean, this is this is an idea you've completely fixated oh, no. on. Your dad dies popsicle. <laughs> Sir, very good. Mm. Oh. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I think that'll do on the hypothetical just before we get will. ourselves. Henke has said human barbecue, the ten out, uh, ten out, ribs. Human barbecue ribs, ten out of ten would eat again. <laughs> barbecue ribs. Norway is a very different place, clearly. It is. They, um, they eat that <laughs> shark which they ferment for six No, weeks. that's um, Iceland, Greenland, Greenland, Iceland, Iceland. The Sirster running. That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. It's to be fair, it's one of those things. It's like a traditional dish and, del- and a delicacy, so it's not. Mm. It's not like a normal breakfast on toast. Maybe we'll do it with people now, if you can, you know, in a world. <laughs> oh dear, just dig them back up afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, put them in the ground for six weeks. Dig them up. Let's go. Any- <laughs> anyway, this that's been fun. I enjoyed that hypothetical, but I think we'd better move on to our what's going on. Would you like to start on the what's going on, Mr. Callum? Um, or shall I kick us off? I've only got one. Okay, I'll start off then, because I've got two. Yes. Now, the first one I've got, I actually kind of found out about through being in France this weekend. And, yeah, I heard about this while I was away in France. One of the other people who'd come to this naming ceremony thing. Yeah. So, the title of the headline is, Our Landudno's Wild Goats Are Positive or a Plague? Yeah, wild goats. <laughs> These are cashmere goats, in fact, which, Ooh, if you know, expensive. yeah, cashmere yeah, is very expensive, Ooh. yes. So these particular goats, there were two gifted to Queen Victoria, yeah. um, well over 100 years ago, a long, long time. And they put them on the Great Orn in Wales. I'm going to say you've got no idea what that is, because you're looking stumped, which is... I know what a Great Orn is, it's a crest, right? No, it's not a crest. Oh, no, it's... no idea. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a headland, Ooh. which is like a small cape, like a, okay, a cliff, yeah. cliff going out to sea, yeah. like a spit of land. Nice. So yeah, there were these two goats that were gifted to Queen Victoria stuck out on this spit of land. They stuck them out there. There's now hundreds of the bloody things. <laughs> two goats did not stay at two goats. Um, over lockdown... Mated like rabbits. Mated like... Well, mated like goats, mate. Um, over lockdown, they weren't able to give them the contraceptive jabs, which kept the number of goats dead. Okay, yeah. Um, Does that mean technically all them goats are inbred? Yes. It very much <laughs> means all of those goats are inbred. Keep it in the family. <laughs> I thought that was more a Norfolk thing, but there you go. Maybe yeah. it's Welsh as well. <laughs> I mean, at least they're safe up in up in Wales because they're goats, not sheep. Kind of gig and no. What? It's Welsh for shut up, you dirty pig. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's not. I butchered it, but it's something like that. I appreciate you sharing, Callum. <laughs> so yes, over over lockdown, these goats weren't able to be given their contraceptive jab. So what was already several goats became several, several, several goats. And they started venturing into the local town of Landudno. Um, I've seen videos of them, actually. They're leaping over walls and walking through traffic and <laughs> just sort of standing in the road and staring disapprovingly you at know, cars. General goat shenanigans. Yeah, general goat shenanigans. And people are not entirely thrilled about them. Some people are considering them like sort of, you know, a part of the culture of, the, of yeah. Landudno, a part of the tourist attraction. Everyone loves to come and see these goats. But they're eating everyone's gardens and making goat mess all over the place, which people are not quite so keen on. Um, yes. So some of them have been relocated. 25 nannies and five billies 
have been relocated to both Brighton and Bournemouth. Nice. Which means we've now got more goats all over the place. Excellent. Who doesn't like more goats? Yeah, who doesn't like more goats? But planning restrictions in the Little Park area in Landudno actually prevent people even putting up any permanent fences for a lot of people. So you can't even fence the damn things out. I mean, they jump over walls anyway. Yeah. But they can just go wherever they please, eat your rose bushes, crap all over your lawn, and then sort off again. And a lot of the locals really aren't very happy about it. The council have said that as they are iconic to the area and wild animals, they're not going to do anything about it at the minute but they may be relocated during rutting season. (laughs) Yes, we all know what that means. Um, We do indeed. Because they're then more likely to stay put. I'm afraid I don't have the ending to the goat saga. I think it's still ongoing. So if you know anything more about what they're doing to these goats, please do (laughs) let us know, because as with last week, we would love a little bit more continuity. Yes. So, your new story for me then, please, Mr Callum. And for our dear listeners... Yes, right. Gathering of 372 Nigels eases fears of mass Nigel extinction. <laughs> what? This is not a real story. It is. Gathering of 372 Nigels eases fears of mass Nigel extinction. Mass Nigel extinction. Yes. Nigels from across the world have gathered at a pub in Worcestershire to celebrate their Nigelness. <laughs> the pub, <laughs> The pub landlord has made it his life mission to boost the popularity of his name. He created Nigel Fest to toast to all things Nigel. (laughs) Is this a real thing? Nigel Fest? Yes. And the year before, they had 432 Nigels show up and it broke a Guinness World Record. There's a Guinness World Record for Nigel Gathering. For for the most Nigels in one place. Oh my God. It says between the the, um, 2016 and 2019, Nigel had basically become extinct as a name. (laughs) So he created the the day, so they... You can boost the popularity of the Nigel. death of the Nigel. <laughs> that's quite a funny oh, story. That's, rid- <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. So there's a Guinness World Record for gathering of Nigels in one place. Yes, and it's 432. I, that was like that thing, the uh, Battle of the Joshes, wasn't it? What's the Battle of the Joshes? It was basically everyone on Facebook who called Josh got an invite out to, to come and like, you have like foam swords when you hit somebody die. Kind of like... Um, like LARPing or whatever Yeah, it's like LARPing, but then obviously last one standing wins. And there it was, was a like, Josh LARP. There was like over a thousand Joshes showed up <laughs> and some 12-year-old kid won. <laughs> That's absolutely awesome. I like that. Battle of the Joshes. Brilliant. Okay. Well, I've got one more news story, and it's a bit of a sad ending, to be perfectly honest. But I loved the story, so I couldn't leave it out. Woman who brought wild raccoon into Dakota Bar is charged. <laughs> For what? Uh, well, this is Erin Christensen, and she was charged with providing false information to law enforcement, tampering with physical evidence, and my personal favourite, unlawful possession of a fur bearer. <laughs> yes, that's a real charge in America. Damn. Unlawful possession of a fur bearer. Um, so as far as I can gather, she and her family found this wild, wounded raccoon yeah. um, and decided they needed to nurse it back to health. Okay. The issue being, in North Dakota, you're actually not allowed to have a wild raccoon. It's like literally against the law. It's um, a weird law. Yes, it's a very weird law, but Americans are very weird people, and we love them for it because it gives us things to talk about. Plenty of Florida men out there. But it's Plenty all one of Florida. Guy. It's all one guy. I wish it was just one guy, just one man bringing just a universe's worth of chaos. <laughs> so yes, with it being illegal to keep a wild raccoon... 
Erin decided that what she really needed to do to keep a low profile and uh, nurse this raccoon back to health. She'd had it for three months, by the way. <laughs> They'd named it Rocky. Because, you know. Rocky the raccoon? I'd have gone with Rocket, personally. Yeah, I would have gone with Rocket. But there you go. Um, yeah, so to keep a low profile with this raccoon, what she needed to do was bring it into the Maddock bar during happy hour to show him off. <laughs> yeah. Um, what beer do you think a raccoon drinks? I think if, if raccoons are anything like dogs, they'll drink whatever beer they're given. Yes. This is not me suggesting you should be giving beer to dogs, raccoons, or any other animal, by the way. Yes, agreed. Yes, he, he wasn't, he didn't bite anyone, Rocky, I mean. Um, nothing awful happened, but unfortunately the authorities did get wind of it. The bad news is, after serving warrants to a great many houses in the area, Erin and Rocky were found, and Rocky was sadly euthanised. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a happy ending to the story, unfortunately. And it does suggest to me that the authorities in North Dakota need some slightly better things to do if they're serving warrants all across the, across the area, to euthanise a damn raccoon. <laughs> yeah. There could be a better use of that. Yes. Time. My understanding is it was in case of rabies, in case anyone yeah. had been bitten or anything like that. Rocky was, by the way, tested negative for rabies before being euthanised. Why would you test him if you're killing him? Uh, testing it in case he's come in contact with anyone else, I suppose. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. But, yeah, a little bit of a sad end to the story. But I'm also going to say I think Aaron perhaps did not quite think bringing him into a bar through. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I think that brings us to the end of that. So shall we reiterate our riddles once more just to give our dear listeners an opportunity to guess at the answer and then we'll give our own. Yes. So my riddle to you once more, Mr. Callum. Though my beauty is becoming, I can hurt you just the same. I come in many colours. I am what I am by any other name. Uh, Mr. Callum, your riddle to me if you would. My riddle to you, sir. It's shorter than the rest, but when you're happy, you raise it up like it's the best. What am I? It's shorter than the rest. Okay, so Jody has answered my one with Rose. Yep. And I think I know what you're going to answer as well, Callum. I'm but would you to... like to give your answer? Yeah, I'm not going to go Rose because of wrong. I'm kidding. I'm going to go Rose. <laughs> so you've answered Rose to Mark. Someone already gave it. Yes, someone has already given the answer as well. But we appreciate the fact that people are getting involved. Yes. Again, if you are listening and you think you know the answer to either of these riddles, please do shout it out. And I had better answer yours, Callum. I think the answer to your riddle is thumb or thumbs. Okay. Find out if he's right. Do you think he's right? Comment below. Yeah. We will be giving the answers, not our answers, the actual answers, just in case we get them wrong, because we often do. In the next episode, so make sure... Yeah, I nearly got lost halfway through that one. Yeah. In the next episode, so make sure that you are tuning in anyway before we go into how to contact us I need glasses you do need glasses yeah anyway before we get into how to contact us I would just like to request if you do listen to our podcast on a podcast provider please do like share tell other people about it if you're able to and rate it on your podcast provider it does a lot for us it gets a few more people involved and that makes it a little bit more interesting for you folks as well. Just as soon as I put my teeth in, I'm going to start getting some straight sentences. <laughs> and I'm the hungover out. one. <laughs> yeah, you are the hungover one. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for everyone getting, for getting involved in the riddles. It's actually been really nice and engaged today. So I think we'd better get into how to contact us, Mr. Callum. If you have any new stories you want to send in, if you want to send in a response to one of the riddles or even to the hypothetical, you can also send it in through these. 
So, would you like to start or shall I start? I shall start, sir. Okay. As you guys might be aware, if you're watching on TikTok, we are on TikTok, which is Expresso Babe, the podcast. And yep. just to reiterate, Expresso is spelled E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O. And it's also worth keeping an eye on our TikTok anyway, because at some point we will be doing some more giveaways, and you don't want to miss out on that. You can also follow those and other updates on our Facebook page, which is Expresso Babe. There is a space between those two words, and... Don't forget to spell it as Callum said. Indeed. We are also on Instagram, which is espresso underscore babe underscore. It is indeed. You sounded really certain about that, buddy. <laughs> if you use email, you can get us at espresso.babe at yahoo.com. And lastly, and my least favourite, is Twitter, which is espresso underscore babe. It's not true that it's the last one, because we also have a YouTube channel. Okay, yeah, we do. Which is currently still being built up, but we will be getting all of our episodes on there, as well as other little bits we've enjoyed, so make sure you follow that. There'll be some extra bonuses going out. Which is also Expresso Babe, again, a space between those two words. So, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of the podcast, Mr. Callum. And I all think that it does. Yes. <laughs> and all that remains is for me to say, it's always a pleasure, sir. And it's never a chore. Thank you to everyone who's been listening, and thank you to everyone who's been getting involved, and we will see you all next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.